What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. My American global awakening to the new world order. My American artificial intelligence non-drawing. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. What is going on, everyone? Woo! Bright and early. <sighs> Long night last night. Yeah. What's up, Greg? Shame. Greg. Shame bells. Shame bells everywhere across <laughs> the United States. Oh, man. Well, some people did good. Fetterman what did good, right? No, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Fetterman won. Beat out Dr. Oz. Uh, what's Michigan? Uh, Gretchen Whitmer won again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, it was a it was a fun night first and foremost. Uh, we got to go on last night uh, with the drinking bros. It was a party up in this place. There was uh, they got Terry Black's barbecue in here. Uh, there was some good oh, food. And now you're making me jealous. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, <laughs> no, it was kind of a last minute thing, and uh, Ross was uh, generous enough to invite us on the show and yeah. and kind of hang out. And unfortunately, it was one of those situations where wasn't as exciting as we all t- anticipated it to be right? yeah and that was expected a little bit like obviously like the the stuff is going to start coming in slowly and it was it, real slow it was dude. very very fucking slow very very slow but regardless we had a blast uh had a lot of fun uh conversations there was a lot of dick on screen uh which you did not see on Wait, the what ex- is this? yeah so yeah. um you know <laughs> So yeah, there was a lot of male and male porn happening yeah. on the screen. Yeah, Bob and Giorgio decided that we were gonna um, see what it was like for uh, two men to uh, you know, you know. Uh, I think it was. I think it was called frauding. Frauding. Yeah, that was one you thing. You guys that, showed that on YouTube. Nope. No, nope. it wasn't on nope. YouTube, but it was on every screen we could look at. Yeah. So when okay, I was watching well, I was the video. Say. Nothing makes an election night more hot than gay sex. Yeah. Uh, you know, gay sex will, will definitely uh, make the excitement, I guess. Perk so. things up. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, uh, it was not the outcome that we anticipated. And to be fair, like, there was something about coming. So, like I said. Something uh, about coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ross was, he invited us. And then I went home and uh, we literally moved, I would say, mm, uh, probably a couple hundred cases of uh, hard hard AF yeah. uh, seltzer. We were trying to help him out. And so I was exhausted. And when I got home, I, I showered, and I'm just kind of getting ready to come back for the show last night. And I just got this feeling like, man, I don't know if this is going to be like what we think it is. And I remember coming in, and we were talking, and I was like, it's a little concerning. You're like, bro, it's early. It's early. You're like, we're good. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, you know, because there's like this this talk, like when Dude, you, it's just like 2020. You yeah, know? it was like this big hype, big yeah. freaking red wave, and then all of a sudden it's like a a freaking puddle, a snoozer. You get the red mud puddle. So you know I, what I mean? We took the house, right? Yeah, we did take the house. We took the house and barely. We were actually really close to taking the Senate. It was within reach. Okay. So but with that think, said, I don't know if they've taken the house at all, dude. I don't. It's all up in the air. Yeah. I. I well. Okay. Let me rephrase it then. I, I don't we know. We got a pretty good, pretty good lead on the house right now. Yeah. I mean, it, listen. You never know what's going to happen. But I mean, the house seems like we're going to be able to take the house. That's what it seems. Uh, the Senate, not so much. But what's weird about it is it's almost like a repeat of like 2020. I mean, nothing crazy changed really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Chris, pull up, pull up that live results map because this thing just updated eight minutes ago. Okay, um, I was a little hesitant because, like, the last update was said six hours ago. From where? Where are you? Middle updated. live results up. It's a, oh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, live results, times, U.S. midterm. Okay. If you scroll down, you'll look at some maps here, and you'll see like what's okay. going on in the Senate, what's going on in the House of Republican or Representatives. Wow, Freudian slip there. Um. So they have. 
Yeah. So yeah. yeah so okay. we're ahead by or uh, going we. house. I like that. We. Yeah. We see. We got a. I mean, Republicans have a pretty good lead on the house. They're uh, they one ninety nine to one seventy three. We'll see. I mean, listen. Nothing. Um, the fact that Fetterman won. Uh, that blows my fucking should mind. Should alarm everybody. Um, but yes, nothing's safe right now. Uh, yeah. and, and listen, I got a Dude, lot I, to say about this. I watched a video on why they thought Fetterman won, and this was on Newsmax. Mm. And some dude was on there saying, you know, I, I got to blame Trump. You know, it's yeah. like uh, Trump can either be really good for you or it can really hurt you. And, and honestly, when you look at Dr. Oz, mm-hmm. not a very strong Republican candidate. No, you know that's I mean? something that was actually so we've discussed and many people have discussed before, right? That Oz... I don't know that that was the wisest decision and people were criticizing uh, Trump's endorsement of Oz. And so, but damn Fetterman, like, listen, I, Oz may be bad, but I didn't realize that he was uh, worse than Fetterman. Yeah. Old, old, old lumpy neck uh, beat out d- a old, doctor. Old Oz. lump neck. Yeah. The doctor that could potentially <laughs> save him, save him from the lump on his neck did not beat him. Uh, oh, dude. Do you think that Dr. Oz, if he would have won, he would have had Fetterman come in and he would have treated him? I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt it. I don't know. Probably Uh, not. So, you know, listen. I mean, it would have been a good gesture. Yeah, it would have been. I mean, it also would have been been kind of a big, you lost, you piece of shit. Let me remove that thing on your neck. It's like you lost, but you won because I'm going to save your life. Uh, (laughs) The tumor will be gone. Uh, I will say the well, dude, and then Pat Patty Murray won over uh, Tiffany Smiley in Washington State. Yeah, they. Oh uh, yeah. And in Oregon, you got the Democrat winning in Oregon right now. Yeah, um, and Kent. Over, the last uh, that we saw last night, it was only sixty five percent of the vote in. Kent was Kent down was by like eight points or six points or five points or something. Uh, I don't know where he's standing yet uh, as of this morning. Um, that one's a concerning one because that that really should have been. A shoe in, in yeah. my opinion. Well, I mean, it was always that our area up here in, in Washington State, that Callis County location has always been a Republican stronghold. Yeah. I don't think a, a Democrat's ever really uh, been a representative of this area up here ever. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's shifting, <laughs> unfortunately. And I and, and here's the deal. Like um, one of the. You know, one of the reasons for me wanting to like make the move to Texas was that like what's happening in Oregon and Portland, especially, and we're, we're Longview was forty five minutes north of Portland. I mean, it, we're right on the border. And the one thing that I I had concerns with was, you know, Portland is getting so bad that people are wanting to leave Portland, and so they're obviously they're going up to like uh, areas like Battleground or Ridgefield, which are you know if you don't know the area, those are like developing areas. Or uh, Austin, Texas. Well, listen, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, sure. That was one of the that was one of the like shocking things that I heard Ross say last night. Because uh, when I was tuning in, he he was talking about he wanted to move back to Ohio, Georgia. Or was it Georgia? He's from Georgia. Okay, I thought he said Ohio. Well, maybe maybe he did. I don't. I thought that he he, ba- he basically just said that Texas is hot nine months out of the year. It's over a hundred degrees, and like he said that uh, within four to six years, it's going to be six blue. to eight. And everybody's like, dude, I don't know about that. Yeah, even Dan was said, no, no, I don't see that. Here's the deal. Like, listen, uh, everybody, especially right before the thing, everybody had the Beto, like he was hot on TikTok and people were posting this shit about Beto. Like at the end of the day, uh, they, they got squashed, bro. And if you, and, and I, there was a comedian that was not too, uh, just a couple of weeks ago that I saw that was doing a show in Austin. And Austin is becoming like a very uh, comedy friendly place, especially with Joe Rogan just opened up the, or he's opening up that comedy place there. Uh, but he was saying, like, hey, man, like, this is, uh, yeah, it's a pretty blue town. But uh, if you step directly out into the suburbs, you've got a bunch of bright or dark, dark red <laughs> waiting just to trample you guys. So, yes, oh, yeah. downtown is, uh, sure, it's it's definitely blue. I mean, it's a big city. But if you actually look at the map, unlike, like, Seattle, for example, where the blue around Seattle is spread, like, pretty significantly. Yeah. If you look at that map of Texas, like, Austin is blue, but it's literally a blue little dot and then the rest mm. is red so yeah yes big yeah, cities mean, are going uh, to seattle has a pretty big county that it's in i mean Lewis king county. county or is it pierce county i'm not sure king county king county king county yeah so it's it's pretty vast 
Yeah, but I'm I'm saying that the the suburbs in Seattle are very blue as well. You know what I'm saying? And even in Portland, Mm -hmm. I would would argue that like Hillsboro and those areas are pretty blue as well. So, um, listen. Hillsboro's not blue, bro. Is it not blue? No, that shit's red. Okay. Okay. Either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, Texas took care of business last night. Abbott won. And what was even crazier with the Abbott situation is that in, did you see the Uvalde numbers? Uh, no. Yeah, so Abbott, Abbott actually won in Uvalde, like in the area where Uvalde's at. Obviously, we had the, the shooting, the school shooting, so there was the big gun, you know, situation. People thought that sur- suburban, you know, kind of like moms would kind of uh, make that the issue. Uh, Abbott ended up winning 60. So white women. Ended up winning 60-38 to, to Beto in, in Uvalde, which is pretty wild considering the travesty that happened not too long mm-hmm. ago. Um, and then Beto just, he just, listen, third time failed again. Um, I get that the young crowd likes Beto, but Texas does not like Beto. And I will, I want to give one shout out. The one positive to me of the election was DeSantis destroying. Um, oh yeah. Florida in general, bro. Well, and, and what was it? Uh, what's that, uh, district there, the Dade or whatever. What's that called? Uh, it's general, it's like 70% Hispanic. Hmm. Oh yeah, the Latino vote, bro. And and he um they murdered in that that area. I mean, he lost uh, I think in 2016 or something, it was about 30 points in democratic favor. Yeah. Um Dude, I'm I'm bookmarking a tweet by Adam Herbets, a uh, Utah reporter. You guys should go to that tweet and it'll give you kind of like the percentages of the governor races here. Arizona, Nevada, Oregon, Kansas. Yeah. Okay, so, so we got... If you guys want to show that. We have it up right now. Um, or are you showing it right now? Uh, so yep. they have Arizona, uh, Carrie Lake, 49.7 uh, to Katie Hobbs, 50.3, which... That's unbelievable that's, to me, dude. Like, Arizona, I think Carrie Lake would have swept that at least 70-something percent. Mm, yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't know. The Tina Kotek in Oregon, That's a, I thought it was going to be, I mean, they had uh, Christine Drazen up a point or two to her. Um, and again, you had that third party in there with Bessie Johnson, which, you know, I, I guess it is. She what bowed it is. out early, though. She bowed out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but, but people that was voted. kind of a trend across the, the whole country is like the independent people and, and stuff were getting weirdly high. Not, not some, high. Not high, but they're, no. two, uh, 2% was about the average. Yeah, that's a touchy one because obviously, like the third party thing is like I, I definitely want, like you should be able to do that. Obviously, well, yeah. Uh, but if you look at like Herschel Walker, which you say what you want about Herschel Walker, I'm not saying he was. The, and, and it was hilarious that Ross was just dissing. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's the smartest guy. I know. He, listen, hey, there's issues on both of those. But Herschel Walker, <laughs> I mean, you're talking about losing by. Uh, well, I mean, he was he is was losing by forty thousand votes, and then you see that third party candidate in in Georgia who, I mean. Had he not been there, uh, they probably would have leaned right and he would have easily won. So, I I mean, anybody should be able to run that wants to run, and that's how it should work. But, you know, that's, yeah, I mean, Christina Drazen, I don't know, man. If Bessie Johnson wasn't in, would those votes have gone all to her? I don't know. Yeah, and that's always the, the, the problem with third-party candidates, if you want to say that. I mean, it sucks to say that because it's like, yeah, you should vote for who you want to vote for. Yep. Kind of just like with Joe Kent and uh, the other woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, whatever her name was. But it, it like takes votes away from whoever the contender would likely win be, right? So mm-hmm. in this case, you know, it could have been uh, Drazen, yep. you know, with... Dr. Oz and John Fetterman. I don't know if there was a third party kind of hanging in the wings there. But I think I th- there may have been. Yeah, there may have been. Um, but I mean, d- did any of us really? I mean, it w- we all knew it was kind of a long shot for like Washington, Oregon, and and those those places to switch, right? Yeah. I mean, we we had hopes because there was a slight chance that it could, but I think we all mm. kind of knew it was going to stay the same. Well, the Oregon one, I thought had a had a pretty fair sh- chance there, and and to be to be honest, it's not over yet right so you never know it what's gonna over. yeah you, you never know what's gonna happen it's but, gonna be weeks before we find uh, out the results yeah to, to be fair uh the fact that kotek is at 45.7 and then Drazen is is like at the 40 what 44 ish yeah i mean it's close so i guess that's kind of positive but i think the hardest thing for me to understand 
is, um, you know, Biden's numbers are down significantly. Uh, people just don't like him that much. They don't like Kamala Harris, the, the administration. Um, they Like you said, you, what was the statistics on the CNN uh, exit polls where the dissatisfaction and anger? Um, very oh, high. Yeah, bro. Pull that shit up. Yeah. And that's... Uh, yeah, pull, pull that article up. This is uh, U.S. exit polls. 73% of voters angry about direction of country. So they voted Democrat? <laughs> and then it has this little pretty list here of what's working so well. The 5 million illegal aliens across the U.S. southern border, 800 deaths of illegal aliens crossing into the U.S., record inflation, something we haven't seen in 40 years, massive failure on the international stage, Afghanistan, not to mention China and uh, North Korea, right? Yeah. Arming our enemies like the Taliban with $80 billion in U.S. weapons, jailing the opposition and raiding the former president's home. Yeah. Record corruption, the Pelosi and the Biden families, everybody's following Pelosi's stocks, right? And then destroying the U.S. energy infrastructure and look at the food market, everybody. You know, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like all these things that are just shitting the fan or what is this? Is it shitting the fan? Let's let's make up a new new term here. We're shitting the fan and <laughs> they have this exit poll. So I guess at the end of the night, the uh, the pollsters take like a. Let's let's get the the voice of customer here and find out what people are thinking, and you find out that seventy three percent are dissatisfied or, or even angry. Yeah, so at the way that things are going. Yeah, and I, I don't why know would though. They man. vote for Democrats then. Well, we know why. It's one of two things. The one thing I'm not going to say because it's YouTube, and the other thing is the motto, guys: blue, no matter who. And unfortunately, there's still a large population that thinks that. Well, here's the deal. Uh, as far as this uh, 73%, um, the one thing I've, uh, this morning, I was just thinking, I'm like, we need, okay, first of all, obviously, there's the conspiracy theories around what's going on. I mean, obviously, we could talk about what happened in Maricopa County. We could talk about what happened in New Jersey. We could, I mean, that stuff is is real. And and, and at this Dominion point, voting machines. we don't know what effect that has had as of yet. We don't know what the full effect of that was. But one thing that I will say that I'm, I'm starting to realize more and more right now is that I, there's a part of me that wonders if we're not just losing because we're not focusing on the right things. And, and, and so let me, let me clarify that. Uh, in Pennsylvania, Per CNN exit poll, so take them with a grain of salt. But in Pennsylvania, they were the economy. I think was the number one concern, but the number two concern was abortion, mm, and yeah. that was not something that most people had thought previously was going to be high on the concerns. This is in Pennsylvania. I, th- I believe it was Pennsylvania, which is why Fe- they fe- feel like Fetterman may have got a, and I could be. You know, I, it, last night was so long and late that I, I could be off. But the point was, is abortion in a few areas was actually ranked much higher than expected. And so what I'm trying to get at is, is when you got this poll, that says 73% dissatisfied. You're assuming, I'm assuming, you're assuming, Greg, that that is people angry at Biden. That, mm-hmm. that the economy is crappy. But what if that is, there's a lot of people in that that are saying, I'm pissed off because my rights are being taken away for abortion. I'm pissed off because Biden's not doing enough and we need people in there that's going to do it. Because what did Fetterman say? He was going to, he was going to the Roe v. Wade situation. He was going to like, he wanted to make sure and he wanted to get prisoners out with, you know, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just, I would, I would say, yeah, but I mean, you had that, uh, who is the John Scott or who who's on CNBC. I posted a video to, um, or IG, it's like an a, a, a an algamation or a, an a aggregation of all these clips month after month after month, almost like four years straight now, where people are just or two years straight, people are sick of how the country is going, right? They're fed up with the direction of the country. Yeah, so this isn't just one exit poll. This is I know, but at the majority. Of these I know, polls. but what what I'm saying is, is what a lot of people are doing, ourselves included, man, is that we're assuming that by people are sick of the country well, and the, the direction. Thing only happened what a couple months ago. Like these polls go back two years ago, and people have been fed up even before the abortion rule. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is do you think that 
Democrats can also be fed up. Regardless of having Biden in the White House, they can be fed up. Of what? I don't know. But what I'm saying is, is like the numbers don't make sense. The numbers don't make sense. 73% of people are angry or dissatisfied. And then we get basically a null election where it's not much different than, than what it was before. It's no wave. There's no nothing. So what I'm saying is, is there's like Democrats, we've seen this. We make fun of this. They're angry. They're always angry. They're always yelling. They're always protesting. They're always, there's something going on. Well, to be fair, that's like the extreme left. That's like Antifa. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of Democrats that don't do that shit. Like I know a lot of Democrats that would never go out and frickin stampede and cause violence and break windows and shit. That's like, I'm not talking, I know, but I'm not talking about stampeding, bro. I'm talking about just general. I think this is what Chris is trying to say. I'll say just because they're not out rioting and causing all kinds of damage doesn't mean they're not pissed off. And, okay, but that, I mean, to my point, what would they be pissed off about? I don't know. We just well, uh, then. <laughs> no, okay. I'm so saying. Like, I, I, what I'm saying is, is like, there's why would they? What else can we assume? Like, it, they, the numbers don't make sense. And like, I, and exactly. here's it. I'm just saying, like, they have. I guess what I'm trying to get at is, is we're not acknowledging that we we joke about the gender stuff. We joke about the the. The, the LGBTQ stuff. We, I mean, all of the, there's a lot of things that we joke about and like mm-hmm. it, whether it's abortion rights and people being up in arms with that stuff. But there's these, these little segments that we always continue to say is a small fraction of the country. And I just have to wonder, are we underestimating how many people are really actually into that? That's my concern is like, are we in, diminishing how important that what? is? Huh? Into what? What do you mean? Into what? And all like the, small, the leftist small policies. portion of the country is into that, you said. I'm saying into like, into like where we were saying like uh, gender, you know, or the, what they teach in school. And, and like that's a small fraction of the country actually buy into that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about LGBTQ and the percentage of Americans who are actually in that category. And it's like, it's not that many. But uh, like maybe that's maybe I'm just saying, are we underestimating like that they're actually really crazy about this stuff? I, I would say maybe. I think that's a big maybe. I think the majority of people probably don't side with that. But I, I would think the the more realistic thing would be, like we said, a, a lot of Democrats are just are pissed off, but they're kind of stuck, like we've said before, in that echo chamber. And we do our best to, to not be in an echo chamber also. But if you yeah. are stuck in a democratic echo chamber, yeah, you're pissed off at everything that's going on, but you're made to believe it's someone else's fault. Dude, I don't know, man. It's just like the trend of what we what we hear people saying. I mean, not just big people like Joe Rogan saying vote Republican, not just Elon Musk saying go vote Republican. I've heard people literally just walking by having random conversations and they go, you know what? I'm a liberal, whatever you want to call that, a liberal. I vote Democrat, but I'm not going to do it this time. I've I've heard people say that as I'm just walking by. I know that's cherry picking, and that's literally a one person out of a Washington state, whatever. But that sentiment seems to be countrywide. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's it's that sentiment that kind of went along with the polls. And yeah, we we've had conversations where we go, dude, I don't trust polls and now we're saying oh we should trust the polls and so it gets everybody confused mm-hmm. and that's that's why i'm kind of i'm getting over this crap dude because it's like you can't they've put us into this position where you have to question everything right you have to question okay well if a republican doesn't win then it's not right mm-hmm. it's like well maybe they just didn't win but we we have this guttural feeling that something was manipulated, something was uh, not fair, right? And so I just I don't know what we're gonna do to resolve that. You know, those feelings are gonna be there for a large part of this country, and we haven't done shit about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I... well, I, yeah, and and that's the hard part too. And in order to have shit done about it. We have to fucking vote in people that will do something about it. And well, then that's that's the catch twenty. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, one thing I will say is the candidate choice was not great. You know okay. what I'm saying? I, I don't well, I mean it Carrie Lake was great, dude. 
I'm, I'm, I never said Carrie Lake. Oz was they not a great one. I'm just saying there's a lot of people that may, there could be better people. You know what I mean? And, and here's the deal. Like, whether it's Trump endorsed, I'm not saying Trump did a bad job or a good job. But I'm just saying, like, basically, regardless, okay, um, and we can look at the same thing with the, the, the Kent situation in the district that we were in and that you are in. And I can't remember the other gal's name. I really can't. But regardless, my point is, is once Trump made the endorsement, it's game over for anybody else, regardless of how good they are. And I'm not saying that Kent isn't the right choice, for example. But what I'm saying mm, is, oh, yeah. is like when Trump endorses Oz, it's Oz. You know what I'm saying? It's Oz. Yeah. And so whether we can say Oz is the best choice or this candidate should have been, that's the problem is, is that when somebody endorses someone, Basically, you're, everybody else is out the window. So it's, 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 um, and that is the one thing that people are like pointing fingers at Trump right now because he endorsed some of these people and, and some of them may not have done as well. But I, I think that the, the problem is, is we're, we're really focusing on, um, the negative stuff, which is, which is obvious. Like, uh, is it, is there funny business going on? Um, why does it seem like we should have won, but we didn't win? And like, you can speculate. But I got this tweet here from John Della Volpe. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right, right, but and he put this out late last night. He said, "One thing I already, or one thing I know already, if not for voters under 30 tonight, would have been a red wave." CNN National House exit poll again, another poll, but hey, we'll just go with it. Republicans were plus 13 with 65 and over. They were plus 11 with 45 to 64. Democrats were plus two with 30 to 44 age group and plus 28 with the 18 to 29. Mm. Yeah. So the young crowd, when you looked at some of the videos of certain poll sites in Texas in, in especially like Austin, there was a significant number of younger people voting. And so what my point is, is Beto sucks. For example, I think Beto is fucking trash, but what he was doing was he was going out talking to younger people. And for some reason, we've said this before, uh, we'd be fucked if the younger people actually got off their asses and, and voted because they don't. And that's been the one thing with the Democrats is they always kind of go towards this younger base, but that younger base doesn't always get their ass out of bed and go vote. Yeah. And so that's a positive yeah. for the Republicans. But they did to some extent vote. And so are we neglecting the younger groups? Are we not doing a good job as, as a Republican, the RNC, are they not doing a good job at like getting to what is important to younger voters? Because eventually I don't agree with Ross that in the next eight years or so that the Texas is Mm going to flip. I don't believe that. I do not believe that at all. But I do think that if we don't start taking notice that the younger generation is what they are, and, and we've talked about the schools and what they teach in schools yeah. and where their minds are at, if we don't start taking that into consideration over the next couple of years, you want to talk about climate change going to impact us in the next 10 years, which is horseshit? No. The school system is going to start impacting us eventually. Dude, absolutely. That's what this is all about. That's what the COVID lockdowns were all about. It's about shaping the next generation to be slaves. Mm-hmm. They want to... They want people to vote the way that they want to vote based off of social credit score, based off of your social media interactions, based off of, um, base, it's, you look at who controls all these, these large applications, you know, Twitter just got bought by Musk. So I think we're going to be fighting back. Like you're going to have, um, the Republican slash independent thinking mind taking over certain applications, which I think will push back because who has controlled the social media platforms, the music scene, the sports? It's always the left, dude. I mean, what influences children more than sports, music, and social media and video games and shit, right? So, I mean, you got Hollywood. Everybody's blasting all of these liberal ideas into your children's brains. And what are we doing about it? Yeah. Now you have Twitter being taken over by Elon. He seems to be kind of more of a free thinker. I think he's doing it to collect data on everybody to feed his freaking AI robots, but that's just me. We'll see. You also have uh, Kanye West, who's a little out there, but he just took over Parler. And you have Truth Social, which, you know, they just went live for Android users, so Google phones can use them. But it's like you got to build up 
a compet or competitive market in all of these liberal companies. You sure. know? Yeah. I, I don't disagree Rumble's with you. another example. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you, man. But at the end of the day, um I mean the the, the I just don't know. Like a lot of people are saying like this is um, this is should be of all things proof that Trump should not run. In 2024, that DeSantis should be the guy to go. Oh, because uh, the endorsements didn't. No, just that so like I, I think that they're saying that like I mean, in general, a couple of the articles that I read late last night, early this morning, were just saying that like they're not convinced that Trump would actually win the general at this point. You know, had we seen that red wave and everybody's excitement, enthusiasm and all that stuff, and we didn't see that, and DeSantis is crushing it, um, I don't know, man. I, I, I mean, I can tell you around the studio here, like DeSantis is a lot of the uh, people think that that's the way to go. Yeah, just because he's younger? Younger and he's firm. I don't, think, I don't think being younger really has much to do with it. I mean, Trump's pretty spry. Yeah, but he's still he's still seventy what seventy six. Yeah, mean, but that, I don't think that matters. His cognitive ability is is yeah, intact. Sure, and he's very very much active. It's not he's not a Joe Biden. But you know what? Here's the deal. Like when Trump's been campaigning recently, like I, I'm still hearing a ton of stuff about 2016. You know what I mean? I'm hearing stuff about 2020, and and I get it. Like we've had those discussions. There's some there's some real issues that we can we should have discussions on. But I'm saying to us, that seems normal and fine. And to the listeners, that probably seems normal and fine. But I am curious that if, I mean, are, are we kind of stuck a little bit in what had happened and we're not focusing on what's happening right now? Is that something that, mm -hmm. like, should be concerning? Like, are, are, we, are, we, are we missing the point? I mean, like, what, what's, something's going on. There's something going on. And I feel like we're not, like, trying to, like, think outside the box. Of, like, okay, what, what's really happening? Why do some of these people fail? Um, I mean, Herschel Walker to me, like uh, that was a crapshoot. Anyways, both of them were garbage, but in my opinion, but uh, but why did why did why didn't we not see the red wave? Did we not have a big enough turnout? Did people stay at home? I saw many many people posting like, hey, you know what? The Republicans didn't turn out in the vote, so it is what it is. You guys didn't want to vote, and and this is what we get. I don't know the numbers on that. It could just be people are obsessed with having a country that's flooded with illegal immigrants. They could love all the homelessness. They could love. The high gas prices, food prices. They want another COVID lockdown. That's for sure. That's why they voted for Democrats. And you believe that? Yeah. No, I don't believe that at all, bro. <laughs> I think that shit's going down. Um, I do want to um, I have the 14 states where the National Guard is activated. Mm -hmm. And it's not just the National Guard like muscle. It's the cybersecurity units. It specifically stated that they have activated their cybersecurity units in 14 states. So, what states are those? What are they doing? Uh, yeah. So, I wanted to kind of like overlay this with a map with you guys just to see like where we're at so far. But there's Arizona, which we already know that there's shit weird in Arizona, right? Iowa, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. So, Dr. Oz land, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii. Illinois, Louisiana, North Carolina, New Mexico, New York, which was a big one because uh, Hochul won her rebid or whatever, right? Yeah. Washington, where we have Tiffany Smiley losing to what's her nose. And then West Virginia is the last one. Hmm. So we've already seen a little bit of odd results coming from these Democratic states. Some of them which are being monitored by the national guard. Well, then you have so if anything is weird. Like this goes both ways, like on the left and the right, the national guard was monitoring it. So they would let you know if anything was weird. Right. I mean, I would hope so. Yeah. But then once again, yeah, you should be able to trust like national guard and stuff and you should be able to trust all, all, anyone that's any, any, any kind of political position because they're put there by us, right? But well, who, shit who is always f fuckered, no matter who you're getting information from. Because like this just came out from, uh, I don't know, I've never heard of this guy, Tyler Bauer, 
Bowyer from he he's on the RNC committee in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they just found hundreds of thousands of ballots that haven't been counted yet. They just found them. Yeah, how is that even possible? Like, well, so they so they there. say they're at ninety eight percent counted, but then now they find hundreds of thousands of ballots. So who the fuck am I supposed to take information from at this point? Hmm. Hmm. Well, I, I'm not saying that shit's fishy, but if shit gets fishy, it will be monitored by our National Guard. So I hope I'm I'm hopefully Ho- I, I'm I'm hopefully that they've had this capability for a while. And that's what they should have been doing this whole fucking time. Mm, like if, yeah. if we're having elections, if they should be overseen by somebody. Right. And it just shouldn't be left to its own devices and whatever fucking happens, happens. And yes, because the voting machines are very just, ugh, dude, yeah. we just saw it with the error rate. I'm not saying that they don't work. I'm sure they work. But when you have an error rate of 25% or 20%, That's whatever not the hell good. it was, dude. Or, no. if they don't, or if they don't work at all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, there's there's no denying that. that. And that was the first thing yesterday that we were seeing was like, Jesus, really? Like, we're, we're at this point now well, again? And, and it's been brought up by other people, too. Like, we all the technology we have in this company, and we can't develop a process that does this fucking better. Well, I like how you said company. Yeah, you said company. <laughs> oh, did I? It kind of the is, United Well, States it is a company. company. Yeah, it the United is. States is a I company. know. That's why I said I like it. And... We're still relying on these fucking little tabulator machines. We don't have any fucking way to do this better. Like all the money we spend on bullshit and we can't upgrade this. Mm. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's like um, one of the most important things, if not the important thing uh, in this country is not at the par or it's, it's not above par. It should be well above what we're capable of doing, right? Yeah. It should be like every tech company, every whatever you want to say, Hollywood slash politician, whatever, should be kind of promoting how do we improve our elections? Yeah. yeah. Now, what does think. that mean to improve, you know? Make it fault proof. That's what improve improvement would look like. Yeah. One for one. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and we had a comment just a little bit ago that I thought was it was a good comment. Like the you know the GOP does um, back rhinos, and, and that's something that we should be aware of. You know the rhinos are an issue. It's one more fragment that you know they want to keep. They want to keep them in power because they're like those. You know they go out and have a drink afterwards. You know they talk shit to each other. Yeah, Lindsey Graham goes out, he talks a bunch of shit supposedly, then he goes back and high fives Kamala Harris and throws back a fucking shot of whiskey yeah. with her. Fist bumps Biden. Calls and and listen, I'm not saying you can't be cordial with people. Like obviously you can, but like it does look bad when you're when we're talking about the country. At stake yeah, when and what's you're going when on. you're standing at a podium saying they're the ultimate enemy, and then you go have a, your butt buddies behind the curtain. But what I mean, this, buddies. Yeah, I mean, it's Are we watching I mean, this election gay porn again here. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm at the point where um, and I know there's some comments like, you know, choose a lane like I don't have to choose a lane. I, I, I'm looking at the whole picture. And what I, I'm concerned with is that, yes, do what I does that mean? Well, I, I, they were just choose saying, like, lane. who do you want DeSantis or Trump? Like, you need to choose a lane. I don't, I don't need to do that right now. They're kind of in the same lane. Uh, no, I, what I need to do and what everybody needs to do is like, OK, can we actually analyze what's going on? And that's that's where I'm at with it. That's what's frustrating to me. Is that, um, and listen, I, I get it. I totally understand that I am the least conspiratorial conspiratorial person on the show. There, and maybe I don't know. Chris is not all that much, but I'm the I least. Can be. He can be. I'm the least. I understand that. I I, I take that. That's my thing. Um, Dude, come on. Let's let's admit that I'm I'm probably the least conspiratorial on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Greg does no conspiracies. No, I, I do. No. I recognize like when um, there's things going on, and I'm we've not talked a dummy. about those. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like, uh, there's a piece of me, especially last night, that um, when I was just kind of laying in bed before going to sleep, and then this morning, I'm just wondering, like, we've had the discussion about distractions, and I'm just wondering, like, are we are we not looking at, like, what we can actually fix compared to what is seemingly not going to be fixed? Hmm. Because what, it, Do you have a suggestion for things that we could fix? Well, I just I, here's the deal. I don't. I don't think. I don't think our candidates are reaching. Um, I don't think they're doing a good job at reaching people. And I don't know what. Oh. The, I'm not a politician. I don't know what the solution is. But I don't think that we're going 
to the youth as much as that we should. And I do think that there's a lot of kids out there who are right leaning. I, I know Lauren was saying that her, I think nephew uh, voted, you know, read up the charts and, and that's a lot of parenting and, and, and households. Um, but there's like, we may not like it and, and we may have the understanding that the majority of like, you know, 25 and under are going to be Democrat, you know, Democrat driven or leaning. That's fine. But I, I do think that we can have more sway. And I think that, uh, you know, when you look at like uh, Tim Poole and, and Steven Crowder and these guys and even Joe Rogan, like I think building a culture um, that is that it shows that like, hey, like you can be right leaning and young and be cool and be like, because yeah. I, I know that seems like it shouldn't be important, but it is. Yeah. And not even just right leaning, like you could just be a moderate kind of conservative. I mean, you could have liberal ideas, too. Mm -hmm. You know, you can have a mixture of everything. Yeah, but it, it doesn't have to be is, hard. Yeah, and it's it's the reaching the younger crowd is where it is going, but not good enough because a lot of that indoctrination happens in the schools. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to change that unless you get people voted in, and then we get into this catch-22 again. Like, you can't vote people in because something's going wrong. And then you go, okay, well something's going wrong, then we're going to continue to have liberal education. And if we keep on having that liberal education, the kids will always have that hill to climb because you're building this gigantic liberal hill in the, in the children's minds. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you can have Joe Rogan kind of do a little bit of legwork, getting them up that hill to climb over it, to see the other side, which is uh, hopefully the truth. Mm -hmm. But you know, when they, when they get stuck stuck somewhere up in the in the you know middle of that hill, it's a uh, who is the guy Sisyphus who always is pushing that rock up the hill and then it always falls back down. Yeah, yeah. There's something that is uh, not waking everybody up, and you know they don't get there. They don't get all the way to the top of that hill so they can see the whole picture. And so we got to figure out what that is. Well, and there, whether and it's that bubble mentality that you're saying, like where everybody's just stuck in their bubbles, you know. Yeah. And and one thing like Ross said last or not Ross, I'm sorry, Dan said last night, I was actually going to try to like go back at him, but he was just saying like, Hey, you know, you got people that are talking about the machines. You got people that are doing this stuff, but like, we're, we're like, we're losing the base here. And I, I think it's both. Like, why would you cheat when you have social media that is just building up these people? Like, what's the point in fixing machines when for the past decade plus, they've been just grooming younger generations. Yeah. Right. And, but I actually disagree. I think that you can have both. And I think that the, the, the latter, the, the machines, for example, is the assurance policy. It's the, let's make sure if that is the case. And listen, I'm not saying that there, there, there's problems. The question is, is like, who listens to anybody that says that? And then you also get people that come out and say, oh, you're, you're nuts if you think that. And, that, and here's you'll the, get banned for saying it. Yeah. 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 And, and, and there is some issues. I mean, we saw it with Maricopa County. It was Maricopa County in 2020, and then first thing is Maricopa County again. Like, what's going on, dude? Like, there, there is that's not that's not conspiracy. Like, why is there issues? Like, these they're basic machines. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know there's more to them than just being basic, but I'm just saying, like, really? Yeah. Like, uh, we're really having this many issues that wasn't corrected. Another update in Arizona, actually. Jack Posobiec just tweeted: "There's 800,000 ballots still in Arizona." Oh my god! <laughs> like. How, how did that go unnoticed? How, how are they at 98, 99% counted and there's that many left? Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Speaking of that cat turd, you guys know the cat turd account? Yeah. 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 He just said, uh, breaking 800,000 more ballots to count in Arizona at the current pace of counting one vote per day. We'll have the winner in 800,000 days. <laughs> I believe it. Probably not far off. <laughs> The, it could the, be days. It could lake, be weeks. Lake it Hob could ones. be uh, a light year. Yeah, the Lake and the Hobbs situation, like the Cary Lake and, and Hobbs, it, it's a, it's so bizarre to me. And like that's the one, I will say this, and I and I get that it's it's that area. It was already like, uh, kind of questionable as is. But the fact that that woman Hobbs would not go for interviews, that she didn't debate, that she did nothing, she did nothing. Even even CNN, MSNBC is coming out saying like. I mean, literally, you can't. How, how do you run a race when you, you can't? You can't even have a debate with somebody. You're afraid to have a debate with somebody. Uh, You're be, afraid to have any discussion, and yet we're in this position. I mean, in my opinion, 
just based off of the running of what what they both did with Carrie Lake out there doing stuff, like she should be up 15 points. Oh, yeah. Uh, B in our chat said uh, Arizona is now officially at 69% counted. They changed it, apparently. Harley Ray Crystal Shop says Hobbs pulled a Biden. She did. Remember when Biden went into hiding and he just wouldn't, he wouldn't talk anymore? Oh, yeah. He was probably uh, getting injected with IVs because he was, uh, you know, withering away. But yeah. You put a cap on it. <laughs> I mean, there's, th- listen, to, to say there's nothing weird is, is like, that's, that's ridiculous. There are some weird situations that are going on. Um, and I'm definitely, I'm won't, I'm not going to deny that, but I will say that, uh, to just go with that and say that everything is based off of, um, you know, faulty this or that, like, no, I think that, that we do also need to look at like, what is, where are we not connecting with people? Um, where are we not doing a good job of getting people out to vote? Um, there's plenty of people to vote that didn't vote. Um, where are we not connecting with the youth or the smaller groups? And, 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 Unfortunately, when it comes to like a younger generation, it's, it's gross, but like they, they look at things differently and they don't have, uh, they don't, they don't care about taxes. They don't care about any of the stuff that we all listed was all these important things that the country's failing. You had that list, Greg, earlier where it was saying like, this is where the country's going wrong. You know what I'm saying? Well, Mm -hmm. at at, at 19 years old, a lot of that shit means nothing to you. I mean, shit, Fetterman lived with his mom till he was 50. He had no responsibilities. (laughs) Yeah. Like yeah, that, that guy doesn't. 14, they want fourteen-year-olds to vote now. I mean, it's, it's like crazy. They have zero responsibility to feeding this country. They don't pay taxes. They don't work. All no, but, they do is suck the tit off their mom and and their dad. Yes, well, but not. what I'm saying is, is that they're they're voting based off of all the things that we have discussed over and over and over, and all these other podcasts that we love are discussing over and over. Those concerns that we have as parents, uh, you know, as as adults. Um, who have worked and who pay taxes, all that stuff. Yeah, all those things don't kid. register the same way to an 18-year-old. Yeah, 18-year-old kid doesn't yeah. give a and shit And on top of that. that, the other part of the, that the younger generation, they actually look at looks, man. I mean, look at, look at uh, like Obama, for example. Like, he, he was yeah. handsome. He had a nice smile. He was relatable. Young kids loved him. Look at O'Rourke. Gavin Newsom is another example. Beto is, uh, yes, he, Beto really didn't, in my opinion, have a chance in, in Texas. But the point is, is he's young. And, and the kids thought he was cool, you know, and, and that to them is what is important. It was, it's, it's dumb, but it's, it's, it's partly true. Remember when Beto got confronted and he didn't really know what to say and he did that chicken neck move like the, you know, like <laughs> he kind of did his neck back and forth real quick and everybody was like, what the hell? He looks like he's about to gobble. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Hey, I, I just think that, I think that, uh, there are things that, and, and you know, it's it's like uh, it was sports and shit or anything else in life, really, right? You, yeah. You're going to take your lumps, and you either are going to on the grow, neck. You're going to yeah on the yeah, on right the neck. You're going to get the right Fetterman. <laughs> uh, you're going to get fettered, or or you're going to fall and collapse. And the deal is, is what we need to do is we need to. You're, we're going to have some lumps. We're taking lumps, and I'm not saying it was disastrous last night, but it's not what we wanted. And what we need to do is we need to be open minded enough. To say, okay, let's evaluate where we're at. Where did we not do well? Where did we do well? And and actually look at it. And don't just pin it on. We can't just pin it on something that we don't have a lot of evidence of yet. And I think we yeah. will. I think the the machines and stuff that will come. But I'm saying we need to really evaluate where we're at. What can we do better? Um, who's leading the uh, the Republicans? For example, like is Trump the leader of the Republican Party? Is DeSantis kind of stepping into that role more? Like, who knows? But we need to be open-minded. We need to figure out, like, hey, how do we be more proactive? How do we get people to see that, like, hey, we're not some, we're not the uh, racist that the Democrats say we are. We're not this crazy group of people. Like, they need to understand that. And we, we as a, as, as a group, need to figure out how we can kind of get that message out there better. Yeah. I agree, man. I, I think that um, when the evidence kind of flows in, then people can finally discuss things. But until then, it's just a, quote, conspiracy theory, right? Yeah. But hopefully with the uh, with the National Guard kind of monitoring things, we'll get some actual yeah. proof and evidence coming our way. Well, and Not I think to that, say that there wasn't any in the yeah. previous situation. Well, but, and I yeah. think that's why Arizona right now is is pretty important because Carrie Lake has one of, been one of the most uh, vocal about getting to the bottom of shit oh, and yeah. she's been wanting to change how things are done and she's been 
not the only one that's been vocal, but one of the most vocal. Yeah, Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene yeah. got back in. I mean, there there's some there's stuff, dude. There's positives. I, I there, I'm I'm definitely not going to shoot it down. It's not the outcome that I, I think everybody expected or wanted. But we're in this position at this point, and now we we evaluate and we go forward and we figure out like because literally today, starting today, we're we're now in presidential campaign season. Yeah. Mm. In my opinion, this is now like who's going to be going in. You're going to start hearing about uh, who's who's is is Biden going to stay? Is he even going to be the one that they want? Do they really want Biden to run four more years? I don't think so. Uh, is Gavin Newsom going to take a step in? Is he going to pick up, you know, Gavin Newsom and who uh, who else? Buttigieg or Gavin Newsom and Beto? Like wh- wh- who what's who? Who knows, man? But we need to be ready for it. We need to figure out, hey, is uh, what's Trump actually going to do? He's supposed to make some announcement at Mar-a-Lago, and now they're saying on the 18th? On the 15th or something. I think they moved it to like the 18th or whatever, but 14th, 15th, 18th, who knows? He's going to make an announcement. Is he going to Is he going to come out and say he's going to run? Uh, and Who's I, he going to run with? Yeah, and, and we also said that uh, in the comments, somebody said that he had already picked uh, his, his candidate. Most likely he has. I would love to see a Trump DeSantis. I don't know that that's going to happen. Yeah, I, I really, do you think so? I think it, yeah, I think so. I think it'll set up DeSantis to kind of just run for president after the term is over. I think that that makes the most sense. It kind of gets him prepared. Everybody sees him in the limelight. They say, okay, DeSantis is up there next to Trump. He knows how to run the country. He's been doing it for the last, whatever, four years. He's good. Yeah. Let's do it. I mean, it, do, it does make sense that he would pick someone like that. He, he He's kind of the, the more uh, polished person, more polished uh, candidate as far as Trump goes. Trump is kind of the throw everything I think out there and well, I, I know how to do business but uh, I'm not the most people person and DeSantis is, is kind of the, a little less than Trump is. He's a little less like I could see why he wouldn't choose him. I guess. Because one, you're taking away that power from Florida, which is a humongous electoral power in the, in the general election, right? So you're taking away a, a massive force from Florida. Mm-hmm. So that's why he wouldn't choose him. Two is uh, he's very, he's a fucking alpha, bro. Like DeSantis is an alpha. And so when you have Trump being the alpha, mm-hmm. mega alpha, whatever you want to call him, and then DeSantis there also kind of button heads. I don't think he wants that as a VP. I think he wants a little bit more submissive, like a Mike Pence guy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he wants more sub- a submissive type. Uh, that I, I can I get it though. Like having two alphas is is that's going to be a challenge in its own right. Listen, I I would love to see that. I would love to see Trump DeSantis. So keep, well, I, keep that. I, that's what I want to see. But I I'm I am leaning towards DeSantis. Just had a real nice victory. People really like what he's doing in Florida uh, for whatever reason, man. Like whether it's because he just has, he's been uh, steadfast on being, this is what I am. This is what I stand for. And I'm not budging. Um, whether it's because he decided not to do the lockdown situation and he kind of kept the country open and people are thriving, whatever it is, people love him there. And now he's all, like you said, he's an alpha dog. And now is he going, I don't really need Trump. Is there a party? Uh, is there a party that thinks that he in his head's going like, you know what? I'm doing pretty good on my own. I don't good. know. I, I think. Speaking of, go ahead, Greg. Uh, Daily Mail just came out. This is like their top freaking article. I would send it to you guys, but Daily Mail is horrible with freaking ad spam. This says breaking news: Trump is quote livid and screaming at everybody this morning <laughs> after good. lackluster midterm results. Republicans turn on ex-president and say it's time to move on as they throw weight behind Trumpfunt or triumphant DeSantis for 2024. So they're using this mm-hmm. kind of uh, head-to-head with uh, Trump and DeSantis as the reason why uh, people kind of turn their back on the Trump-endorsed candidates. I, that's what I told you earlier. There, there's definitely articles that are, are talking about it. I don't. I'm not saying I buy into those articles. Those are simply opinion pieces. Uh, I honestly don't care. If Trump runs, I, I'll probably vote for Trump. If DeSantis runs, I'll probably vote for DeSantis. So that's just the kind of the way it is. They both have uh, the direction in which I believe the country needs to go. So they would both be good options. And listen, me. you don't know who's... Yeah, I mean, And I don't care what comes out of Trump's mouth. He did a good job. 
they're going to go through the primaries. You know what I'm saying? They're going to have their debates. They're going to do all this stuff, and we're going to see some kind of a show. There's something's going on. Like anytime Trump's running, uh, and, and that's a. I think a lot of people had assumed that uh, it was just going to be Trump. Like if Trump runs, it's just Trump. Right? No one's going to try to. But at the end of the day, there, I saw some tweets saying I think this could look more like 2016, where there's actually candidates going against Trump, and Trump can do his thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I will tell you that DeSantis will be much more formidable in those debates than anything that Trump had to deal with in 2016. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be interesting. And to some people's comments, like, yes, they are going to bicker. They're going to go at it. At the end of the day, we will see how it shakes up. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is Trump, and maybe DeSantis does join in. Cool. Maybe, uh, Maybe DeSantis goes up and destroys Trump. That we just don't see that coming, and all of a sudden people are going, "Ooh, shit, man!" Like DeSantis is killing it right now. Who knows? That's the exciting part of the next two years is is we're going to start seeing this stuff transfold. Is Carrie Lake in the runs for a VP situation? Like, what's going on? But we'll find out. We'll find out, and it's going to be there. And I think we need to be open minded. We need to evaluate where we're at. And uh, I think that there's a lot of positives to take from this whole situation. It's just. Uh, you know, it's just it's when you kind of get it bolstered that it's going to be a red wave and, and, and Rogan's saying like it's going to be like the shining, the elevator doors coming and flooding. And, mm. you know, it's just it maybe like let's just uh, realize that at the end of the day, for whatever reason, elections are always a lot closer than they say. No one's it's like the NBA. No one's blowing out teams by 40 points every night. It's always down to a point or two or three. There's a couple nights where there's blowouts. But you're talking about competitive people. Yeah, it's going to be close. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I, I just, uh, it's too early to say what's really going on right now. I mean, you know, it, it, the way that this freaking news cycle turns, you never know if there's going to be a flash flood of just, oh my God, something happened and oh, everybody look over there. And, yep. and then all of a sudden, oh yeah, it, it, we, we found out that Fetterman didn't win. Oh, okay. Well then what's going on over here? And then, yep. So if if something does change, there's going to be something, I think, like a drastic change of direction that they want people to look squirrel, you know? Yep. Oh, look, a squirrel over here. And while while things are being adjusted in the background, I don't think um, it's going to be for a while, but... We'll see what happens, man. Um, I want to before we uh, before we bounce out of here. I want to say first and foremost, this is our first live show that we've been able to do uh, in a while. Hell yeah! I absolutely love thank, seeing all of you guys yeah, flex, you. Uh, Lauren, and we got Harley Ray Crystal Shop, and, and, and I know there's many more. I can't see the entire list, but Danielson, Danielson's in there, and uh, we missed you guys. It's always fun to see your guys' comments. Um, yeah, Avi. All right, man. So listen. Uh, with that said, we are going to be doing a call-in show tonight. Yes, sir. Um, what's four thirty? So four thirty West West Coast. West Coast. So six thirty uh, Central, seven thirty yes. right East Coast. East Coast. Yep. I'm uh. still trying to figure out all the. Uh, you know, I got to always double think what I'm thinking here. But yeah, we'll be in studio here at six six thirty Central. Is that right? Yeah, six thirty Central, four thirty PM uh, West Coast. Why don't we just we'll we'll uh, make a post about we'll do a it post. and then yeah. It'll yeah. be in Patreon. Patreon only, everybody. Yeah, Patreon only. Um, hope to see you guys there. Um, and if you guys haven't signed up for Patreon, uh, go in there. You can guys enjoy the call. We're super excited about it. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to take some calls. It's been an interesting couple of days. It's been a while. I think people are going to have a lot to say. And uh, show. loved having you on. I was super excited to see your, I know your kids are bouncing for school. Yeah, bro, weird. I, I got a you know a chain of children coming in here giving me <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> It's weird because they're just now going to school, and I and my kids start school at like seven forty in the morning, so that was three hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, no, it, it's been an interesting night, dude. I'm glad to get your perspective, Greg. Uh, I was super excited to hear what you had to say about it, and uh, thank you for the comments, man. Great, great points and takes right there. Hell yeah, everybody, get on Patreon, join us tonight. I'm excited. Right, I haven't man. heard everybody's voice in such a long time. So, yeah, it'll be good. All right, man. So, 6 30 right. Central, 7 30 East Coast, and 4 30 West Coast. That will be the call in show. Don't be shy. Call us up. It's been way too long since I've heard your beautiful voices. We will talk to you very, very soon. All right. Good show, guys. Hour, everybody. Later. Cheers. Peace.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.